You know, there's sometimes when you sit down and you think, look at things, wonder why, and then you say, well, why not? Things do happen the way they do. I'm talking about this lady who, for whatever weird reason, not seeing something herself, plainly and clearly stated, you know what? president reached up and grabbed the steering wheel and then he grabbed the secret service agent by a circle. She wasn't there. She didn't see it. She merely repeated what she was told. He thought that they were going up to the Capitol and when Bobby had relayed to him, we're not. The president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president, take me up to the Capitol now. To which Bobby responded, sir, we have to go back to the West Wing. And whenever Adam Schiff gets involved, you can't trust the process. Do you have any concerns, though, Congressman, uh, that the story uh, you know, about him sort of lunging for the Secret Service agent and lunging for the steering wheel is not true? Uh, look, I believe Cassidy Hutchinson. I think she's a very, very smart, very capable, very honest individual. Uh, she has no incentive uh, to make up something that isn't true. Uh, and, and so I, I think she's a very, very credible witness. If Adam Schiff thinks someone's credible, you better check it yourself. This is the same guy who got goosed by a bunch of Russian pranksters. Oh, Kip, Putin's godfather. And what's the nature of the compromise? Well, there were pictures of naked Trump. And so Putin was made aware uh, of the, the availability of the compromising material? Yes, of course. Uh, thank you very much. We will be back in touch uh, with you through our staff uh, to make uh, arrangements uh, to obtain these materials for our committee and, and for the FBI. And Schiff couldn't wait to see pictures of naked Trump. Plus, he's the one that ran with the Steele dossier. And who could forget the P-tape? This testimony is basically Adam Schiff's P-tape, gossip that's been debunked, but it's put out into the public to damage Trump. Who cares if it's true or not? Three, two, one, action. To which, before a kangaroo court, the daughter of a man who plunges into 20 years of war, Dick Cheney, yeah, Liz Cheney's father, who, for all intents and purposes, lied to create a war in the Persian Gulf. And this is the person we're taking the word of. This is the person we're supposed to know. A disgruntled employee, upset that they didn't get what they want. And at the end of the day, paraded out before the cameras, dressed in white to seem so innocent. And much like those Nazi trials that took place in Berlin, for those special people that were supposed to be persecuted, this particular lynch mob is out there. something wrong with her is there something wrong she said i jumped from a car and i started strangling think of this 
I started strangling a Secret Service agent right. who I know very well. I grabbed the steering wheel of a car uh, that said that I wanted guns at my rally. I didn't want guns. I have to speak to, and I don't want did, guns did you for grab anybody. The steering wheel? Is that? Is there any truth? Of course to that? not. In fact, the Secret Service came out and said that this story is totally false. And he repeated again what the Secret Service said because he said he knows this guy, you know, of course, who's sort of head of the Secret Service. They have sort of the lead guy. And the lead agent, he says he knows well, and he is a highly regarded individual in the force. Take a listen. These are great people. They've devoted their lives to it. And I think they were very embarrassed by it because it yeah. makes them sound terrible. Tony Ornato and Bobby Engel. Uh, They're well great. I, I know them very well. Sterling. They're records. sterling. Um, and I was very nice that they came to my defense. I thought it was incredible, actually. And it has been for the last five freaking years. And they're able to convince people who, for all intents and purposes, are people you would think would never be possibly convinced of this thing if their discussion could even be brought up. Can you imagine? A leopard does not change its spots. That's what Snow was saying. Someone who habitually does something will continue to do it unless they 100% come out and repudiate themselves from doing that. themselves and they haven't promised anything to anyone 
They haven't had a platform except one thing, removing justice from the average person, allowing others to come in and trample on the rights of those who are citizens and legally here. Looking upon this nation under God, indivisible, designed for liberty, justice for all, truth, justice in the American way. You're looking at a nation that is fighting itself. There's one very clear thing. There is no physical way that Donald Trump could have lunged the driver of the so-called limousine they call the beast. Because there's a barrier, there's a divider. There is no way he can reach the driver directly, except for a small window. And even if he could reach the driver, there's no way he could reach the steering wheel. Further than that, at the same time, him lunging and grabbing what's hold of a secret service agent, someone trained in close quarters battle, would be probably and highly unlikely. At the end of the day, Secret Service agents would not deny the president an order, a presidential order, unless it was for his own safety. So much of the story is unthinkable. But let's hear how Jesse Waters puts it. It was TV gold, and the media loved it. They rushed out articles like this saying, Trump lunged for an agent's throat on January 6th. But excitement got the best of him. It's what happens when you're watching an action movie. Sometimes you just forget it's not real. And here's where they got lost. First of all, Hutchinson says a Secret Service agent told her this all went down inside of the beast. But Trump was never in the beast when this allegedly happened. There's literally video of him getting inside of an SUV after his rally the same car that took him back to the White House. Do you really think the Secret Service agents can't tell the difference between the Beast and an SUV? Also, there were three agents with him in the car, the driver, an agent in the passenger seat, and one agent in the back. Can you really imagine the President of the United States leaping out of his seat, bypassing two agents, and somehow grabbing the throat of a Secret Service agent while also reaching for the steering wheel with his other hand? They said this president couldn't even walk down a ramp. And now all of a sudden he's Bruce Willis. Hutchinson wasn't even in the car when any of this happened. She says this one Secret Service agent told her about it. But the agent says, no, I didn't. And he's willing to testify. You think Schiff will let him? I doubt it. It would ruin the plot. And the guy's got impeccable credentials, over 23 years of service under his belt. The committee never even checked in with him to confirm the story. Hey, guys, did Trump go full-blown action hero in The Beast on the 6th? They didn't want to check with the Secret Service because they didn't want to know the truth. They just want drama to smear Trump with and tee up an indictment so that he can't run. And Cassidy Hutchinson, little background on her, just dumped her pro-Trump lawyer for a Democrat-friendly lawyer three weeks before her testimony. And all of a sudden, her testimony is filled with bombshells. What a coincidence. And she had her lines down pat. I was in the vicinity of a conversation where I overheard the president say something to the effect of, you know, I, I don't effing care that they have weapons. 
they're not here to hurt me. Take the effing bags away. Let my people in. They can march to the Capitol from here. Let the people in. Did you catch that? She was in the vicinity of a conversation, and he said something to the effect of? Is that how people talk? Because most people say, I was there, and I heard something, or I didn't hear anything. All this sounds a little bit like a stretch to me. But that was basically her whole testimony. Watch. And he had responded something to the effect of, we're going to the Capitol. He said something to the effect of, there's a lot going on, Cass. Mr. Cipollone said something to the effect of, the president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president. He said something to the effect of, he's really ticked off about this. Has she been coached to say something to the effect of so she doesn't perjure herself? You know, a little legal wiggle room? Truth doesn't matter. That's why you have Cheney hugging Hutchinson after her big debut. Why would a fair congressional investigator hug a witness? Isn't this supposed to be impartial? It's not, and it never was. And let's hear how it happens. In the photo of this story, you can see the distance between them. And you can see the distance between truth and a lie. And we'll prove it, not only in this case, but in others, that there is a very deep and direct plot being taken out by socialists and communists in this country for some weird reason in an alliance of all things with neocons to somehow wrest control from the people and put it in the hands of a small group of tiny whatevers create something that is just inexplicable. One wonders, when this election cycle is over, will the real people who have won won? If common sense dictates that the vast majority of Americans do not like the present government, and in fact, nearly 30% of them will want to rush and remove that present government even at their own force of arms as shown in surveys done and released today by the Daily Mail. One continues to wonder. The University of Chicago came out with a survey showing just how angry Americans are at their current government. 82% reject its existence. Many have said this is not the government they voted for, nor is it the government they want to continue seeking power. So what did happen on January 6th in that limousine? And why have been we wasting the last week and millions of dollars in congressional testimony that is predicated on lies, much like the campaigns of some of the candidates of the Democrats, who the day after they took part in winning people's votes went against half the people who voted for them. Isn't that amazing? But that is exactly what we're seeing. A government run to fool the people, a government run not of the people. This is a government whose only purpose, it seems, is to make fools of those people who believe in them. I'm Mike of New York. Let's listen to Jesse Waters, what he has to say. 